Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. It's Ebro in the morning with Laura Stiles and Rosenberg. It's Ebro in the morning, Laura Stiles, and we have the governor of New Jersey, Phil Murphy, on the line. Governor Murphy, how you doing, sir? Bravo, doing bravo. Great, Ebro. Nice to see you and Laura as well. Uh, before we get to the business at hand, uh, you're growing your hair out, it seems. <laughs> I was looking through your Twitter. Your hair's getting longer. What's happening over there? You're going for a new style. My, uh, my barber, a woman named Miss Kim, said to me about nine months ago, Mr. Murphy, you don't have much hair. Why do we keep cutting it? <laughs> Fair point. So I decided to let it go. So let's let this grow out so she's got a job to do? <laughs> I'm going to see her on Saturday, just so you know. There you go. There you go. Well, listen, man, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's not about your hair. It's about the work. Uh, I, I, you know what I mean? And I appreciate some of the work you're doing. Uh, I want to get into some of those items. The first one I have, and the reason we asked you to come on, I have been railing Easy Pass. New Jersey Easy Pass. New York Easy Pass. Whom, I can't find who's in charge. Yep. And people including myself are feeling trapped by easy pass because you can have an account. Your account can be active. You can have your replenishment balance there. But if you go through a toll in, let's say my accounts in New Jersey, but I go through a toll in New York, New York, not only charges me the toll that didn't get, you know, uh, uh, triggered by my pass, but then I get fees on top of that. And so I get a bill that's basically for like $50, $52, $65, whatever. I have yep. a few months to respond, but the only way that I can fight it is to put it in a P.O. box and, and send it up to upstate New York and Albany and hope that they waive the fee. And that's yep. kind of like, so you're flying blind. You don't know if you're good. You don't know if you're bad. You don't know what's going on. I know people that have gotten so much easy pass fees that have New York and they trap they have a New York account but they travel to Jersey every day from work. Jersey wasn't charging their account and they got so many fines that they didn't know about that they car got stuck in New York. Hey. And they That's couldn't even and they couldn't travel to Jersey for fear that their car would be taken. So you sir have stepped in and your administration with a new policy for at least for the state of Jersey which is what yeah, I mean, we're not going to do that to that to, to that person. Um, we're not going to rip, rip their eyes out un, unwittingly. Uh, we, we normally have a good rap with New York. Um, the Port Authority is a bi-state authority. Uh, that's the nexus of our relationship with New York. Um, so this is something that when you raised it with me is, is A, was news to me on the New York side in particular, and B, uh, we got to make sure we're not ripping people's eyes out without without period, but also being transparent about what they're charged, which we will do. Well, so according to what I, I read in the policy that was recently or that you're putting forward in New Jersey is the state of New Jersey, the Easy Pass Authority there, will, if you have an account in New Jersey, when fees come up, they will first check to see if you have an actual account before they send you a bill with the fee, correct? That is correct. How do we get New York State and New Jersey to communicate? Because if I call New Jersey Easy Pass, 
They don't speak to New York, and New York doesn't speak to New Jersey. And that's where the discrepancy is, because if my account is in either state, then New York's not going to charge my New Jersey account, and New Jersey's not going to be able to check my New York account. How do we fix that for the people? That's the part that is, uh, frankly, um, surprising to me, if not shocking, because, as I say, we have to deal with New York every single minute of every day. So I'm still going to I'm going to run that down for you because that's not right. The left hand has to know what the right hand's doing. And it normally does work. But th- in this case, it clearly isn't working. Yeah, because if I call, which I have, and I've been on this on the air for probably how many months, y'all? It's been a while. It's been a while? Yeah. It's if I call, like if I get a bill from New Jersey side, or if I get a bill from the New York side, because I have an account uh, in Jersey. And I got that right? Yeah, my right. account's in Jersey. And I get a bill from New York. If I call the New York Easy Pass, they're like, hey, we can't see your account in New Jersey. So yeah, that, that's not right. We got to fix that. All right. right. So and now we, how we can we get Kathy Hochul on this? Do the governors talk? Yep. They, we talk all the time. I've got a very good relationship with her. So, uh, but this is one that is uh, we got to get it fixed. It's not right. Yeah. Um. Now, I uh, appreciate you for that, and we'll. I'll be following up with you on that. You correspond very well. Hey, look, yep. I could text Governor Murphy. Me, I, I know. And it's, pretty awesome. it's pretty awesome. Governor Murphy, I saw that you tweeted that you joined a multi-state reproductive freedom alliance. It's twenty governors that are representing more than half of all Americans. Please talk to me about this because I'm just, uh, to me as as a as a woman, as uh, it's so important to protect yep. abortion rights. But talk to me more about this. Yeah. So, Laura, this is as you rightfully point out, it's about twenty states. Uh, California, Gavin Newsom, to his credits, uh, led this. Uh, it's basically what I would call safety in numbers. Each right. one of these 20 states on, on their own right, and New Jersey, I think, is is among the leaders in the nation, protects the right to an abortion, protects the right uh, to reproductive freedom by statute, not just relying on case law, which in turn used to rely on Roe v. Wade, which is, as we know, has been blown up. So the notion is if we band together, we could get potentially one of those one plus one equals three outcomes. We have a bigger megaphone, uh, bigger, we cast a, a bigger uh, shadow. By the way, Calif- you, you put California, New York, Illinois, New Jersey together right there. You've got you know something like 75 million Americans from those four states alone. And then you add a bunch of other states. Uh, and in fact, Pennsylvania would take that number to probably 90 million. Um, this is basically making a statement both in form and in substance that reproductive freedom, the right to an abortion, matters and that we will band together and forever stand by that um another stance that you're taking us I, I recently saw a few days ago on your twitter account uh we live in a time now where um politicians in states like florida are using uh black history as the latest uh i guess device to create some sort of political alignments uh using uh these kind of uh divisive tactics, aligning with white supremacy, trying to erase African-American studies and black history, specifically taking books off shelves in the shelves in the state of New Jersey on this issue. Also, you're making sure that this is a a, a cemented in the curriculum. Can you talk about what the work is that's going on there? You you betcha. So Florida and their governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, frankly, uh, for reasons that are beyond me, other than to divide us and to diminish uh, Black Americans and Black history, 
basically said they weren't going to teach the advanced placement African American studies program that the college board was devising. Uh, so that's bad in and of itself. Then the college board got rolled. He ba basically convinced them to delete a bunch of black history uh, out of their proposed curriculum, uh, including, by the way, deleting any involvement of, of the mayor of Newark's father, Amiri Baraka, who was a famous black American. Yep. Um, New Jersey's going the other way. We had one pilot uh, high school with an African-American uh, advanced placement curriculum this year. We're going to 26 high schools next year. Congrats. And that number's only going to go up. Six of them, by the way, will be in Newark. And, and we're on the right side of history. But it's it's so sad that we've now become, and it's back to Laura's question of reproductive freedom. There are, are a list of core values that uh, states are lining up on one side or the other. Voting rights, gun safety, LGBTQIA+, African-American history, uh, reproductive freedom. The list goes on, the environment. And it's, we've become a, check, a, a patchwork quilt nation. Uh, and Jersey's going to be on the right side of that history. Um, you, sir, uh, older than myself, even though I'm an old man. You're slightly older than me. I think you're like 27. I'm 26. <laughs> That's um, correct. Um, but you've seen some things in this society, and you've been on the corporate side. Now you're on the political side. How much of what's going on right now in greater national society uh, have you seen before? Um, and, and maybe no firsthand accounts of having to fight through what you're fighting through on the political side uh, to give us, I guess, some um, some context. Right. Yeah. Um, because this isn't the first time America has had to deal with how we were going to uh, move forward and be honest about our past. Yeah. I mean, this long predates me. It's a great question because I think young people today probably don't have a sense a, a relative sense of right. what this environment is like compared to other moments in history. So it's a great question. We know we know racism is centuries old, forced slavery uh, long predates me. Uh, I, I'm, I was born in 57, so I was growing up in the 60s. And I think that's probably, Ebro, I would think that's the, the only other time in my life that sort of you could compare this to right. where you had... Um, enormous uh, strife around the Vietnam War. You had political assassinations. You had a Cold War at its, at its height. And then you had the scourge of racism and, in fairness, uh, heroism pushing back on that with Martin Luther King Jr., among others, laws being passed, Fair Housing, Voting Rights Act, uh, a cataclysm, a, a, a decade that was filled with with uh, important historic mile, milestones, including some some tough ones, that's the only other period, Ebro, that that right. I, at least in my lifetime, I can think of. Right, because you had a, a very youthful, progressive activist movement pushing to shift culture in America, which we have right now. You bet. Um, I fear, in some ways, this is worse. I, I hate to say that, but I hope I'm proven wrong. And elections have consequences, and. You know, we did better in the midterms than I thought. I'm I'm the chair of the Democratic Governors Association. We picked up two governors, uh, which was better than expected. Right. But boy, these are tough times. Um, you say you feel like now is 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 tougher than before. Is there something other another indicator you're seeing 
uh, that makes it feel, is it because of social media? Is it because of you feel maybe there's more false information and it's just freewheeling out here and the checks and balances of like actual facts are hard to discern what's real and what's not? I think the, the President Trump era unleashed a whole lot of stuff that was probably there. In fact, I'm certain it was there. That's right. But but he put it on the on the it's okay. He normalized it. He normalized, he normalized it. it. Yes, he right. normalized it. And I think when you add social media to that, you add a bunch of knuckleheads out there who are elected officials saying awful things and doing awful things. That's led to a cocktail that is pretty, pretty ugly right now. Again, I'm an optimist. I think we get through this, but we can't take that for granted for sure. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's going on? It's Ebro. When you're at your best, you can do amazing things, but sometimes you get overwhelmed and you're not able to do all you want to do. Well, working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. With everything I'm doing each day, I can get into my own head sometimes. I'm sure you can too. But luckily, through my life, I've learned positive coping skills and how to get myself back into a good flow. Skills like these, which you can learn with the assistance of professionals at BetterHelp. They'll empower you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, look to BetterHelp. They are convenient, affordable, and totally online. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist that you can switch at any time for no charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Ebro to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ebro. Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stale. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight on Sunday. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. How so? I've said this for a long time. If president, if former President Trump doesn't lose a lot of money and or go to jail, we will see repeats of the behavior that is acceptable at the highest executive office in the land because there were no con, there were no real consequences. Like, like even even now, uh, when you use the word impeach, somebody was impeached. Yep. If they to the regular everyday folks like us. If you don't lose your job and get like escorted out of the building, what the hell does impeachment actually no, mean? Like, no, you know no. what I mean? Like if if oh, uh, it's a slap on the wrist, it's meaningless. If there's no 
no, uh, uh, you know, jail time or anything. What are we actually talking about? These are all kind of like, uh, I don't know what they call it, like a straw man discipline almost. It's weak. Yeah. It it's, means it's nothing. Almost, it's symbolic. I mean, look at the House of Representatives where you've got Marjorie Taylor Greene being basically rewarded yes. for awful, aberrant behavior by that's given right. committee assignments. Uh, and that's one example, sadly, of many right now. If anything, not only are there not consequences, but people are getting ahead uh, because of this behavior. And that sends an awful message to everybody, especially our kids. So do you, um, seeing you join forces with 20 other governors around uh, you know, uh, abortion rights and protecting women's rights to choose. Uh, seeing you step forward with the initiatives around Black History Month and teaching the history of Americans who happen to be black and making sure those curriculums are expanded. Are we living in a time where it is so much more important to be focused on local politics than ever before so you can protect what's going on in your children's school, in your backyard, in your state, in your county, in your city, more than it is about the fight of what's going on on the federal level? Or is it both? I think it's and both. But for sure, we spend, I think Democrats in particular, but I think we collectively spend uh, a disproportionate amount of time looking at the federal picture and not nearly enough uh, at, at state, county, and local. Look at boards of education right. and, and, and some of the craziness that's going on, including around what books you can have in the library. Right. I remind people, I'm the former U.S. ambassador to Germany. They banned books in Germany in the 1930s. That's not a road we want to go down. We may not like the book. We may not agree with it. It may be offensive. But the fact is we owe our citizens the whole truth and nothing but the truth, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Um, how is business with regard to cannabis? It's now been about, I think, a year since the bill was passed for recreational in the state of New Jersey. Yeah, uh, I'd say it, it's – oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say uh, you've connected me with uh, the, uh, the head of the cannabis organization in New Jersey. I forget the young lady's name. I want to shout her out. Yeah. Diana Huynh. Uh, there you go, Diana, yep. and um, and and they're all of their work. So I've been watching the work, but yep. a lot of this really comes, you know, the rubber meets the road when there's uh, licenses are out, retail is up, taxes are being collected, and then the tax dollars are actually being allocated to the things voters want them to be allocated for. Where are we in that process, and how's it going? Yeah, it's it's first of all, it's going very well. It's slower than probably all of us would like, but I think there's a good reason for that. And that is we want to get it right. That's right. Especially in the first few years, especially as it relates to equity. So there are about 40 something, if my memory serves me, medical marijuana uh, licenses out there. That, that's been legal in Jersey for a number of years. We opened that up dramatically in our administration, but that's been around. The big one is the one you asked, Ebro, which is there are 70 something, I think 72 recreational licenses that have been granted. And, and I'm proud of the fact, I think about a quarter of them are owned by persons with prior uh, convictions. Mm -hmm. And about half, uh, just about half are by uh, minority certified owners, which is exactly the reality we wanted. Uh, I'd like to see that number of 72 be multiples of that, which it will be. Uh, sooner than later, but we're off 
uh, slowly but surely to a really good start. It, what is the response from some of the naysayers that were impeding the progress and, and the possibilities early on? What's been the feedback from communities, both good and bad? What have you heard? Yeah, the, the good news is the naysayers uh, have been largely, um, I wouldn't say silent, but the noise level is way down. We, we, we get noise in the summer because people smell weed uh, wafting right. up from under the boardwalk. <laughs> right. And I don't, I don't blame them. And I, but I remind them, folks, smoking anything on the beach in New Jersey is illegal. That's right. It doesn't matter right. what it is, including a cigarette. So um, uh, that's sort of, quote unquote, nothing new. But it's remarkably, uh, so I'm knocking on wood here, remarkably accepted. When you poll it, about two-thirds of our citizens are in favor of legalization. So it's really almost, I wouldn't say it entirely, but it's almost like pushing on a screen door right now. Got it. That's beautiful. Well, um, salute to everybody in New Jersey doing great work in your administration, some some great people over there. There's also, uh, your team was telling me about um, movies being shot in New Jersey. Um, and sound stages and jobs coming to New Jersey in the form, in that industry. Can you? So one of the things that I I have a pet peeve about as a parent, uh, and just knowing what parents are trying to do for their youth is to understand where I should direct my my young person, my child in my home, in a career path. We live in a society where a lot of parents are like, oh, you know, whatever makes you happy. And, you know, I just want you to be fulfilled. And, I, and that's beautiful. It's beautiful that you can do whatever you want with your life. But I know a lot of parents also want to persuade their children to chase down opportunities in places and fields that are growing and then can provide them with a, a livable wage, yeah, long term and a secure future. For young people in Jersey and people looking for work in Jersey, what are the growing industries? And talk about some of the, 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 the things that are becoming available over the next five years to a decade for people looking for work in Jersey. Great question. So we are an innovation economy. We always have been, and we are now more than ever. So bio, life sciences, pharmaceutical, tech, telecom, increasingly fintech, uh, uh, and fintech also, is finance technology, financial technology. Okay. Um, and that includes the whole shoot and match, including crypto and other stuff. Offshore wind, the green economy is becoming a huge deal in our state. And the one you and I were going back and forth on recently, film, television, and digital is exploding. Uh, we're now competing head to head with Georgia, which is the big gorilla on the East coast. Our incentives are as good, if not better. In fact, we've got the nation's leading diversity bonus incentive, uh, depending on the makeup of your cast and crew. Um, and we're now not just getting stuff made in New Jersey, but they're putting bricks and mortar in place. So Netflix has announced a nearly billion dollar investment in a state-of-the-art production facility. Oh, in wow. Lionsgate is building a big complex in the South Ward of Newark. Wow. We've got a big one underway in Bayonne. We've got stuff open in Kearney, Jersey City. It's going to be a real career booster in that space, uh, both above the line and below the line. So there's going to be lots of different opportunities for young folks to get into that industry. And 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 back to the cannabis talk, um, are you is that industry also showing that there's uh, going to be some workforce support? One hundred percent. 
I would say the four industries that we have literally birthed in our five plus years are cannabis, uh, film, television, and digital, offshore wind, and sports betting, by the way, not, not just the handle, but the guts, the jobs, which is, by the way, a first cousin of fintech. It's basically what that is. Um, those are from scratch industries that we've built, and they're going to have huge opportunities for the next generation of young folks. There it is. That is That's Governor great. Phil Murphy right there. I know you got a, a real busy calendar um, carving out some time for us today. Um, but, yes, love, love the jobs, love everything going on. Coming back to you on this easy pass. Because yep. this is cracking people in the head every day. And you know how I'm stressful it is when you think you're doing everything right, and then you open up the mailbox, and you have 20 orange envelopes and a tab of like $3,000 in fees. You kind of start to panic. Yeah. I, who could blame you? Uh, I'm getting on the phone with my team the minute we hang up here. I promise you. Appreciate you. Governor Phil Murphy, you, one Governor. time. State of New Jersey. You running for president? Is that where we're going? No, I'm not, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, sir. Thanks for having me, Bye, guys. Governor. Take care. Take care. See you Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step Swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stale. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight on 